0: been the kenny wallace of the rap game. ever since i hit him with that dirt track thing yeah. now nationwide everybody knows my name they're like mama that's kenny montgomery he sings that song we like huh. yeah boy that's me Roll like the trailer i'm tossing huh. them Hoosier tires glossing huh. them cold pine we're tossing right. they know i came to wreck it yet i rarely bring out a caution yeah. i hit the high side May I park it for Brian Clausen.
1: Uh, welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage.
0: Even your talking about, man, that don't
1: we And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. This is an exciting night for me, Matt. it's a a sprint car show man it is um uh, and unfortunately uh dave has hit some weather but he's going to join us via skype so he will be um video chatting with us here in just a little bit we'll be giving him a call uh but very very excited to get the chance uh to talk to dave darlin tonight do you think a sprint car driver would love to drive on slick roads in his sprint car probably (laughs) I don't know that no, he okay, has i I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know if he has a full containment seat in his daily drive. I'll give you that. It is a long ways away. It is. It is. Um and I think they're getting it much worse than what we are. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Uh
2: and it takes me back to the banquet two years ago there or a year ago when uh we both white knuckled it all the way to Crothersville.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say we really have no room to talk whatsoever. Um about driving in snow because that was one of the scariest things I've ever been a part of. Yeah, me too. Uh, but hey, I do want to throw out here before we get going, um, just to kind of talk. I know last week we had Devin and Devin Gilpin, Don Fleetwood, and Kurt Gerald on the One G team, and we kind of previewed this the the upcoming um, fan favorite for the Indiana Icebreaker voting, and we kind of told Devin, you know, hey jason jameson has been all over this yes. thing and and done a tremendous job of making sure that his stuff is pumped and we're getting it out there and right now and there's a week left to vote so if you haven't got your vote in great chance still there's a week left to vote we will reveal the winners next wednesday uh on throttled up but devin is currently leading jason jameson uh 56 to 44 percent. they have 983 votes that's the most right of any oh bu- by far yes that's why we I were thought. about six or seven hundred and in, in some of the other jason jameson ones 983 votes and 53 shares wow so they are definitely pumping that up in the other ones uh we've got 508 votes uh for don o'neill and wow. the throwback at 59 percent over Superman Jonathan Davenport Look at that. only the second night in the car at the icebreaker Yeah coming back at Atomic and then jumping and then, in the icebreaker yeah. but If anybody can do it at Brownstown I'd probably put my money on the
2: real deal oh, Yeah, yeah I have to agree with you Unfortunately I I did vote for Superman in that one
1: Um I did I did not I voted for Don I thought I had voted for Superman too but I did vote for yeah. Don In the other side there which maybe who we end up with is it may be two yellow 71s in the championship well i would say voting around brownstown speedway that's what's going to happen <laughs> but uh well here's what i think
3: i think
2: it's, we got a chance there will three be, yellow cars, there will be the yellow cars no matter what between <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be three yellow ones in the final four i want to say <laughs> yeah so, between
1: the 1g and and uh the 271s, the, the 271's but huddy hudson o'neill uh leading tyler herb 79 to 21 with 553 votes in right now and um, I'm just gonna be honest. Hudson has just tore through this whole thing, which yeah. isn't a surprise. No, uh, but I, I honestly, this one is a surprise for me. 408 votes in in the B Shep versus T Mac matchup. I know you went T Mac. I went T Mac. I went B Shep. T Mac, 62 to 38 with 400 votes in, leading B Shep and uh, not taking anything away from T Mac, man, because he's been on a tear. But still, I thought I and thought that would be a much tighter race than what it is. I actually thought I was going to be on the losing side of that because of the way
2: Bichette performed down in Florida. And I thought people was going to jump on that and run with it. So I'm, I'm
1: surprised to see I'm on the winning side of that vote there. And like I said, that's where I'm shocked with it because, don't get me wrong, both of those guys were dominant at Speed Weeks in yes. Florida. But I also, I guess, I just thought it would be a much tighter battle um, the whole way up. I, I thought you'd see these guys continuing the battle. It seems like there's a pretty strong T Mac vein of fans right through this area of Indiana, also. So I, I, I would agree with that as well. Hey, and uh, another thing I want to bring up here before we give um, Dave a call is you know, we've got a huge giveaway oh, going yeah. on Very right big. now, and it's got one more week left to go as well. Um, but you got the chance to win. Uh three five quart jugs of Royal Purple Oil, six one quart jugs of Belray uh synthetic oil, a thirty-two ounce can of True Fuel, 50 mix. You got a chance to win a bunch of throttled up swag. You get a throttled up t shirt, a dirt hangover sticker, a throttled up sticker. I mean, we're we're throwing everything Some, in my uh, dirt hangover koozies. koozies basically any swag we got and then shout out to ryan bowling at dirt to media also with this package a full one-year vip subscription to dirt to media you're going to get every race on demand from brownstown speedway twin cities raceway park thunder valley raceway salem speedway all on your dirt to media vip um subscription i've never i've never been a vip for anything man i you know i need to ask ryan that because you know that's part of his sponsorship is i get the subscription but i don't know if i still get considered like am i just like charity or am i a vip can i still consider myself vip i've never been a vip i wonder if they get like vip cards from him or something i don't know that'd be kind of cool but i'll tell you this you can go to the casino and just sign up to be a vip
2: they'll let anybody be a vip okay i
1: I need to remember that it doesn't come with any perks until you lose a lot of money but But i can say i'm a vip yes yeah absolutely hey let's play our first round of sponsors here and then come right back and uh get on the phone here with dave darlin
2: don't let your saturday night go without the excitement and live action at southern indiana's premier dirt track brownstown speedway schaefer photo and custom t is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like. From prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more, stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you.
1: OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6-inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now. And if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife has gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899 or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. Legacy Paint and Body is a family-owned auto body paint and repair shop located in Columbus, Indiana. Specializing in collision repairs, insurance claims for collision work, restorations, rust repair, headlight restoration, detailing, and more. If you have any questions about the quality of work they do, check out their Facebook page. Contact them today at 812-799-1344 for a free estimate and tell them your friends at Throttled Up sent you. Race Fans in the Fast Lane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere nine ninety nine dollars a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or brownstown speedway but really who can choose so for only thirteen ninety nine per month upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks the only question I have left for you is what are you doing get over to dirt media.tv and sign up today
2: Gilpin electric and generator services is a customer first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs they're your go-to dealer installer and generator service company don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year contact gilpin electric and generator services on facebook or call them at 812-953-1261 hey matt what would you say is one of your most
1: prized possessions oh it has to be my racing t-shirts and you've got an impressive collection but i heard about a new place p3racingshirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt dirt track track racing.
2: That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold
1: all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today and welcome back here to throttled up the podcast and we are going to give the people's champ mr dave darlin a call here you really like that man i do I, that needs to be a new theme song dave can you hear us
3: yep give me one second
1: all right
3: He's going to try these headphones, so let let us know if you can't hear him.
1: Okay.
3: Give me one second. Sorry, guys.
1: You're good. You're good. There we go. Can you hear us, Dave?
3: Can you hear him? Uh, a little bit. Mm
1: -hmm. Let me see if I can raise your...
3: There we go. He turned it up for me. Okay, you got us? Got
1: you. Hey, and we are joined right now live with the uh, people's champ, Dave Darlin', And Dave, like I said, I know you guys were getting some snow up there and some weather, but we really appreciate you making it work and still joining us.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. Glad I could uh, glad I could make it. I know we tried to do this a couple times and it hasn't worked out yet. And uh, I was supposed to come down there today, tonight, and uh, the weather up here, like you mentioned, is – Roads are pretty slick and got a lot of snow and ice over the last 24 hours so uh, yep glad we can make the arrangements to uh, you know call in and be on the show tonight.
1: Well we appreciate it and uh, Dave, I want to start here man. This is where we kind of start with everybody and it's my favorite question for you know and you're I know you're a humble guy but a guy that I would consider a legend in the sprint car world uh well thanks (laughs) how did you get into all this man how did you get to where you are right now
3: uh just a lot of luck really (laughs) (laughs) uh you know my dad got me started back when i was 16 years old actually you know back when i was four years old he got me started you know quarter midget racing and uh we quarter midget raced for 10 years as a as a kid on mostly just coke mo you know there's a couple years that we did some traveling you know, not too far, but went to Alabama one time and up to Michigan a few times, over to Illinois a few times back in the corn midget days in the 70s. Then uh, uh, sprint cars, like I said, I we bought a sprint car when I was 15 and pieced it together. You know, Dad was he was the uh, the only worker in the family. My mom was just a uh, you know stayed home, watched the kids. I had three sisters and me, so she had her hands full with the uh, you know babysitting us kids. <laughs> So dad was the only income of the family, and with uh, you know six of us in the family, it wasn't wasn't a lot of extra money. But uh, you know, we pieced together a sprint car, and the weekend after I turned sixteen, we took it out to the first race, which was in uh, September of eighty two. So uh, been a sprint car race ever since, really. And but my dad's uh, a <laughs> it's it's all his fault. <laughs> it's that
1: that is typically uh it's always the dad's fault yeah. when it comes to racing isn't it <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah he uh you know my dad got me started and uh like, like i said we just pieced together a car and kind of went from there we you know s- struggled obviously at the beginning with just a little 355 engine and uh you know neither one of us knew you know much about it he didn't work on sprint cars before you know we got uh, hours. And, uh, I obviously d- didn't either. So, you know, learning how to drive them and work on them and, you know, how they worked. And, uh, but we had a few friends that we went to for advice. Obviously we you know, Ron Fisher, which Gary Fisher's dad back in the day, barrel Fisher was his nickname and, uh, Tim Bookmiller and Chef Donaldson and Tom chalk. Well, you know, got a lot of guys from up here in Kokomo area, you know, uh, give us some good advice. And, uh, yeah, you know, we just learned and, uh, had a decent car though. We got a, we got a decent car right off the bat. So had a good race car and, uh, you know, got better with some laps and, um, a little bit better engine over the course of a few years. And then after about like in like 1986, I think the beachies started helping us and, uh, get, give us a good, you know, engine, a lot of, you know, a lot better horsepower for 406 engine back then. And, You know, went. uh, I don't even know what it was, it would have been probably 700 horsepower, just cast iron motors back then, too. (laughs) So, wasn't a whole lot still, but that was kind of uh, what everybody had then. So, Um, but anyway, the Beaches were certainly one of our early uh, sponsors that helped us get from, you know, decent to better. And also, Competition Welding, Competition Bob down there in Indy, he he picked us up early and uh, started helping us with some you know newer race cars and frames and help that way so we uh <clears throat> by the you know late 80s we had some pretty good equipment with de- decent horsepower and good race cars
1: and and you know you bring that up there dave and and isn't it so true that in any you know successful racer story some of those early sponsors that believed in that driver that jumped on board to help them kind of move <laughs> up is it, they're vital
3: yeah yeah that's, Certainly took us, like I said, from uh, you know, a decent race car to something we could, uh, you know, win with and be competitive with. And, and we did start winning pretty, you know, I won my first race in uh, 1986. So, and then 87, and we won a couple, of, so 86, we won one to one. 87, and that's when uh, the Beaches had helped us in competition welding. You know, the, we, our stuff got better there in '80. 87 we won a couple times and in 88 i think we won like 10 races so you know it uh got pretty good you know we got good equipment and uh you know we were learning too you know how the things were operating you know after five years of experimenting and talking with people we you know finally got pretty decent and got going okay so
1: the notebook was finally kind of kind of completed in a way you're always learning but you at least had a notebook to reference back to
3: yeah, it's been, uh, you know, 1982 has been what? How long ago was that? It's been a while. I'm still learning after
2: 47 how many years. Thirty-eight. Ago it's been Thirty-eight. A, you're right. Yeah.
3: Thirty-eight years. Yeah. yeah. yeah this 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 September is sometime. You know, that I turned uh, 16 on September 4th, so it would have been like the 10th. Huh. September 10th would be this year. Will mark the 38th year of my first race attempt wow what sprint made you, car attempt
2: what made you decide to go the, the route of the sprint car
3: so uh but, you know they came a long way though but have, i've had a lot of uh i've ran for a lot of great teams over the years being you know galen fox with the silver crown car and steve lewis with the midget were outside of sprint cars those were a couple of my big teams and uh that i had a lot of success with and had a little success with the uh you know ralph and tracy potter too before the before the um, S- steve lewis midget deal that i that i, I lucked into so but uh, sprint car wise though i've driven for you know about all the teams at one point or another <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, J- you know jeff walker and had a lot of success with him and uh Steven carla phillips was a you know team that i drove for for you know like 2013 14 and 15 and we during those three years, we won 17 USAC National Sprint Car events, so uh, had a lot of success with them in that little stretch. And driven for you know Dan Pace and uh, uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of the good big teams throughout the Sprint Car world.
1: And looking back on that, Dave, what? Did you ever have an idea that maybe you'd get at, get into some other type of race car outside of the the sprint car? or Have you just always been locked into that open wheel sprint car?
3: You no, know, I you know I just like sprint car racing pretty much. But uh, you know, my age age wise too, just wasn't really, just didn't never fell together for me. Um, you know, uh, you know, back in the AJ Foyt and Parnelli days, I just was. I, I wasn't there yet. You know, I was too young for that, and then uh, just I was in a period where you know guys just didn't go that anywhere. Actually, just you know, uh, uh, Kenny Schrader, he's about my age. He he did, and a couple guys did, but it was pretty rare. But then you know, in the Tony Stewart era, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, guys just behind him, you know, and, and like the Barnelli and AJ days, they wanted the uh, you know the thirty-year-old experienced guy that you know could race and you know now they want the uh seventeen year old kids that uh with with a lot of money or yeah, you know, a lot of talent too but
1: yeah seventeen year old with deep pockets that's yeah. that's always a problem the money's the important part yeah
3: some of them seventeen year olds have deep pockets and a lot of talent too so oh, absolutely yes, yeah <laughs> you know like you know Kyle larson now you know he he's not rich by any mean but uh he he's uh certainly one of the big talents of our era he he's one of the greatest race car drivers that i and i should i could name you know a million <laughs> a bunch of them
0: yeah
2: but
3: kyle larson he's uh he stands out among everybody is uh just a great race car driver
1: who are about some of the, against- who are some of those other guys dave that you know you talk about larson and how good he is but who's some other guys that you know throughout your career that you've just been blown away by their their talent
3: oh well there's there's a few uh you know, even today, there's you know, like Rico. He's that's just an amazing story in himself. You know, he's just a great race car driver, especially for you know his situation. is it makes him even that much more greater. But you know, he would be great no matter you know if he was a normal you know size person. He he's just a great race car driver too. And you know, Christopher Bell obviously, uh Christopher can race anything. Well, and I remember the first time I met Christopher Bell, he beat me at uh, the No Way Out 40 down in Brownstown. Yes. Yeah. a few years ago when I he was driving you know Keith Coons's car and I uh you know during the race he he ended up winning the race and I ran second and uh I didn't had no idea who he was didn't didn't know who he was before the race or standing next to him in victory lane I still didn't know who the hell he was <laughs> but so I had to ask him ask him who he was and where he came from and I'd never heard of him or seen him before and I'm not I'm not much of a computer guy so I'm not uh I, you know don't keep up on you know guys out of my area but it, you know Christopher Bell obviously he can he's a great race car driver and you know going back through the years uh you know grew up racing with Bob Kinzer oh, every yeah. every weekend all the time and you know Jack Hewitt obviously was great about everywhere we went Tony Elliott was great Kevin Thomas um you know, even raced against uh, you know Rich Vogler, and even go clear back as far as uh, you know Sheldon Kinsler. Raced yeah. against him a few times, and but anyway, uh, I could name great race car drivers all night.
1: <laughs> and you know, with, with, when we look back at at your history as well, obviously sprint car sprint car Hall of Famer. Um, what what would you put down in that Hall of Fame career as some of your biggest accomplishments that you're most proud of?
3: Well, that's going to take another half hour. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've certainly been blessed with, uh, you know, a talent, I guess, but, and I'm not, I'm not even in the talent category as all of them guys I mentioned. I mean, those guys are great. I'm just lucky <laughs> sometimes. But, well, and Dave, you know, I appreciate
1: uh, you being humble, but you got a lot of talent too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do. It, uh, just, you know, God give me a good talent there and I somehow, you know, have made it work for me. And uh, so I got to thank God for that. But, uh, you know, some of the big wins I've had, you know, the, you know, I won my, my dad's, uh, the Bob Darlin Memorial Race at Kokomo a couple times. times. You know, those kind of stand out in my memory of uh, being some of the greatest, you know, moments in my career, <laughs> winning my dad's Memorial Race, obviously. And me and my dad won, hundred feature races you know total between the two of us i mean uh together we won 100 races together so you know that uh you know it was exactly 100 and my dad kept perfect records of everything that we did throughout my career you know driving for him or driving for other people too i got books that he left behind that uh you know document you know some of the things i did so but me and my dad was was capable of uh you know we we accomplished one of the hundred features together, and you know that was a you know that was a great you know stand you know standout number for us uh, you know to, to accomplish, and not many people can say they did that, especially with their dads. So, then uh, you know winning the uh, Oval Nationals at Paris three times and the Western World at Manzanita with uh, Jeff Walker back in like 04 05 I think it was. So uh, that was a you know, one that I'm proud of, and also winning that uh, car race at Winchester a couple times. The Rich Vogler Memorial, or Rich Vogler Classic, was uh, you know a thrilling experience. You know, I never thought I'd win that Winchester. Going there as a kid, watching them guys, you know, I was like, these, these guys are nuts. <laughs> and, and, and I was right; they are. <laughs> you just didn't yeah, realize man.
1: you were just as nuts.
3: <laughs> yeah, I never thought I'd uh, accomplish that, and especially after. You know, the first 10 times I went there, I was like, uh, you know, uh, I'm never going to get the hang of this. <laughs> but f- finally, finally got decent at it. And you know, obviously, uh, the race car has got to do a lot of uh, work there, too. And first time I won there was with Chuck Walker being the uh, the car owner. And we had picked up uh, Jack French was the mechanic that year on the car. And, the, you know, we just went there and the, the car was perfect that day and we were able to go. I think I started in the second row and uh, ran second for a long time. And Ron Gregory was leading, and he got his car to end up getting tight in the second half of the race. We caught him and passed him, went on for the win, and, you know, beat. Uh, I got a picture of the scoring tower that, you know, the my number was on top of, uh, you know, the 69 car was one of the top five and two of the Keith Coons cars. And, you know, all the five, The five. Dave Steele, was I think, ran second that day. So, you know, it was uh, quite an accomplishment. Uh, Brenda did write down too. One of our sponsors, one of my greatest buddies of all time, Steve Stroud, out there in Phoenix. I was able to win his memorial race the very first time it happened four years ago, and uh, you know Steve was a great he he was a great guy for me and a lot of racers. He supported a lot of racers plus a lot of racing and racetracks out in Arizona. So he was a great guy, and we miss him a lot. And but winning his memorial race back a few years ago was. You know, one, one that uh, I'm very proud of. You know, plus there's, you know, we've won uh, with the Midget, won Belleville, uh, you know, the High Bank Nationals out in, in uh, Belleville, Kansas, and the Hutton Hunter, and some, I've won like 11 four-crown races at Eldora throughout the uh, three divisions. And, um, you know, there's uh, track championships at Kokomo have won I'm the leading uh, feature winner at the Kokomo Speedway with wow. with 60 some, <laughs> wow. and also at Putnam That's Putnamville impressive. too uh, Lincoln Park down at Putnamville with uh, you know 60 some wins there in my career too. So wow. you know uh, all those uh, all those races and there's obviously a bunch more. Uh,
2: Dave, what's your favorite racetrack to go to? Know,
3: races that I'm proud of uh, being able to pick up <laughs> throughout my career. There, there been a lot of uh, been a lot of good uh memories and a lot of big wins out there
1: hey dave my co-host just asked you know, what what are some of your favorite racetracks to go to
3: <laughs> you, you know uh i ain't as good as i once was i guess but <laughs> i uh you know the, the like the, the places that i like going to <laughs> are uh you know, getting fewer, I guess, but um, the Kokomo Speedway now is one that uh, they, when they changed it into the track that they, that we have there now, it's a fast and furious, you know, and I like the Kokomo Speedway, probably is my favorite now. Eldora, Eldora was one of my favorite places for a long time. Um, you know, Putnamville obviously is a, a place that I have have enjoyed for years, even though it's changed a bunch back, you know, back when the Ferrars owned it. And I used to run there every night, every week, you know, we won a lot of races. It was a great racetrack. And then it changed hands a few times. And, you know, the racetrack surface, you know, changed with them a bunch. So it's, it's been off and on, on my, uh, like list <laughs> throughout the years. So, you know, Paris out in California was uh, one that's, you know, when it's right. And I certainly like Manzanita was great. Um, you know, so those are some of my favorite places to, to go. And I also have a list of places I don't like, but we won't get into that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let, let me ask you this then. What is it about a track that, that makes you like that track? So you don't have to get into the ones you don't like, but what are the you know the elements that make you, you know, this is a track I really like?
3: Uh, you know, basically, it has to have a cushion of some sort. I like something to lean on. I like running the cushion. I don't like running the bottom. You, I'll do it, you know, when I have to, but it's not what I enjoy. I, I certainly enjoy, you know, that Eagle Raceway out in, in uh, Nebraska, too. I like that place. It's, it's a nice, you know, a high bank. To, it seem like the bank tracks fit my style better, too, but um, so anyway, you know, just uh, something with a cushion that you lean on and kind of slick middle uh you know something something a little grip though on the you know here and there but you know something with a cushion though i like the most
1: and as you uh as you start looking ahead to this season what are some what are some races that you're really putting on your list for this season all right well i'll first ask you this because we're brownstown guys are we going to see you here in a couple weeks at the no way out
3: yeah yeah we'll be there uh that's our next race we're getting prepared for that you know we just got back from florida with my own car me and uh fred Zierzo, that that team joined teams this year i i bought my you know after 38 years of racing too i just i i own my first race car last (laughs) year so (laughs) and it it ain't it ain't all it's cracked up to be (laughs) but uh me and fred Zierzo joined teams and uh brian cripe is our mechanic and we got a few sponsors that are helping us out i you know mike curb uh, curb records and joe dueling out in uh, texas he's helping us a little bit and the mvt guy out in uh, las cruces new mexico you know royal jones out in mvt he's helping us and uh you know claxton engines you know those those guys are uh help support me to get this uh, team you know kicked off last year and with, with Fred joining my team, you know, we're looking forward to uh, the 2020 season. We're going to run probably somewhere between 40 and 60 races this oh, year. Wow. And, wow. you know, maybe 50 or 60 percent of the USAC schedule and, uh, you know, another 20 or 30 or 40 outside of USAC. And But, yeah, the Brownstown No Way Out 40 is the next on our list, and we're looking forward to that.
1: And, you know, there's uh, there's always a little bit of a debate at, at Brownstown Speedway. Obviously, Brownstown well-known for being a late model track. But as a sprint car guy, um, and I, I grew up watching the sprints at Bloomington Speedway, I, I think the sprint cars put on one heck of a show at Brownstown. What What is your feelings coming into Brownstown?
3: You know, uh, Brownstown has been pretty decent to me. Like like I told you, that's I ran second to uh, Christopher Bell down there, and I've ran – top five in that no way out 40 a few times i actually won the race when it was over at uh at north vernon but uh the brownstown track i mean it's not my favorite you don't <laughs> it don't really build a nice solid cushion and you know the shape of it's a little and you used to go off the back stretch a lot and sometimes off the front stretch <laughs> it's just a little tricky but uh you know it's it has a little character to it but uh you know or it, it's not a terrible track i i certainly you know enjoy going there occasionally and we only do go there once or twice a year so yeah we're looking forward to uh the no way out 40 coming up here at the end of march
1: and we're we're definitely excited to see you there and and um dave i we always let everybody do this and i've got a couple more questions for you before we we let you go but uh all i also want to give you a chance here going into the season to to talk about those sponsors that are on the car because we want to make sure and (laughs) you're able to, to thank those guys and, um, you know, make sure that you thank those people that help you get to the track.
3: Sure thing. I appreciate that, and I did just uh, snuck them in on you there a few minutes yeah, ago. He, he did, <laughs> you know, uh, Without your permission. That's <laughs> alright. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, certainly couldn't do it without the sponsors. You know, race racing is a pretty uh, expensive gig, and being a race car driver for a living with, you know, I, I do make my wife work a full-time job, too, and she, she don't mind that, but... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know some of our sponsors that help us out that we couldn't do without you know like i mentioned curb records he's helped me for eight or ten years now with uh you know good support and they you know they're uh they've been friends of mine for a long time and mike curb and uh carrie agajanian out in california are the the ones i deal with there and joe dueling down in texas now he's uh i used to run his midget some back a few years ago we've we've joined teams on occasion and raced for him a little bit and uh uh brad gray at uh gray auto brandon and Britton gray they're run the place now and they they've been supporters of mine for a while and i've driven for them with their midget and sprint car on occasion and as i mentioned royal jones up in new mexico with uh mvt you know he's uh he's helped me for quite a while now i appreciate him and you know a uh, bunch of little guys around home here that help us out i can't mention all of them but uh you know, there's a bunch of little guys that help me out on occasion and, uh, you know, run their decals on my car when I uh, try to help them out, too, with getting my race car. We're, we're going to have it on display in Kokomo at some of the sponsor um, venues some throughout the summer. So, uh, you know, look look for us there. And Trenton and my wife, Brenda, do a good job of, uh, you know, making my Facebook, you know, letting people know what's going on. So, keep an eye out there for exciting things this summer to come see us and, and uh yeah my wife Brenda said I gotta you know thank my wife and kids and grandkids too <laughs> for all their support. <laughs> and uh you know just all everybody that sponsors me and all the crew and uh as I mentioned Fred Zierzo joining teams with me this year brought you know brought a uh you know brought a, a race car and a couple engines to my team and and Brian Kripe is a mechanic, so, uh, you know, we, we've got a couple of good race cars and, you know, a good mechanic, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, 50 or 60 sprint car races this summer.
1: And and I, I want to know this, too, when you talk about 50 or 60 races, Dave, how do you uh, – hello, Brenda. <laughs> how do you uh, – <laughs> how do you really start to mentally prepare yourself for that kind of, you know, strain. I mean that's that's a that's a lot of racing during the year.
3: You know, uh I don't really do anything to prepare for it. I mean I just I did that for thirty some years now. Just been uh yeah, I've been racing a lot of races for a year for a lot of years so it's just kind of comes natural for me i don't really work out any and don't uh (laughs) don't have much of a a preparation strategy uh you know fatheads too the shirt that i'm wearing too that rico down there in indianapolis he fatheads i wear so need some sunglasses or some prescription glasses he he can fix you up so but uh yeah i'm just uh just race for a living and that's what i do for my workout program too so (laughs) just race a lot
1: (laughs) well dave i want to i want to thank you again man and uh you know i i wish you all the best of luck and um we can't tell you how much we appreciate you making time for us and and we hope at some point we can get you down here in studio um to have a little fun with us but you know, I, I want to say this. Your nickname's the People's Champ, and there's no doubt why you're a fan favorite, why people love interacting with you. Um, yeah. You you never forget your fans, and you never forget giving back.
3: Yep, I do understand that, uh, you know, we've got to have fans, and uh, fans in the stands, what pays our bills, I guess, and what we do the entertainment for. We're out there, you know, risking what we risk to uh, entertain them and try to – trying to make a buck but um it's a lot of fun and i certainly enjoy you know talking to the fans after the races and uh you know having a beer with them and or two <laughs> and uh that's the workout <laughs> regimen right got there. a lot of friends good. out there that i met through racing and you know i like, still meeting new friends all the time
1: well we're going to hold you to that at uh the no way out 40 that night we'll we'll come by and uh have a beer too with you
3: <laughs> it sounds good i'll be uh i'll be ready after you know hopefully it's hopefully something decent weather this year where we can you know not be uh in a hurry to get loaded up and <laughs> yes, warmed up yeah. after the race but yeah but uh yeah i would like to say hi to my grandkids out in uh oklahoma too real quick they might be listening and you know trace and bryson out in uh prior oklahoma they've been uh supporters of mine for <laughs> you, you know they're like eight and ten years old out in oklahoma now so uh i like to give a shout out to them and uh, look forward to seeing them again pretty soon. And always see him at the chili bowl. And, uh, you know, a couple other times during the summer. So look forward to seeing them and my other grandson, Max, that lives here in uh, Indiana with us. I see him, you know, more regularly, but Max, he's a, uh, he's a fatball fan and a ra- sprint car <laughs> fan for sure.
1: You're raising them right. Then raising them right. <laughs>
3: yep. yep. They do like their sprint car racing. And, uh, they like to in their their pop all
1: well well i appreciate you coming on here because my co-host is a big late model guy and i get beat up by a lot of these late model <laughs> guys all the time because of being a sprint car fan <laughs> and growing up that way so i it was really really nice to have another guy that that knows what's right in the world with <laughs> these oh, open yeah. wheel cars absolutely
3: oh <laughs> well, you're welcome and uh i certainly like a late model race too on occasion just sitting back there watching it there have been a been a few guys asked me to drive one i'm like no i'm good <laughs> i've driven some odd things in my life but you know never really a good late model i've been a i drove i drove one a few years ago it wasn't it wasn't much of a opportunity but uh you know i i, I tried that and drove a you know a few good late uh, a few good uh, modifieds try you know back when the fourth round had uh Modifies yeah. with us oh yeah jack hewitt talked me into trying one of them on occasion so but uh sprint cars what i do what i love what you know everything else i've tried to drive it just don't fit my style well it takes a little time to learn all that stuff but, but uh also which one whichever one of you was matt yeah rodney, rodney used to live next to rodney yes <laughs> rodney reynolds he said to uh see the re- refrigerator Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah. i
1: was in that refrigerator so, a whole lot so yeah matt, yeah matt lived right over there in that refrigerator i believe
3: <laughs> that's what rodney said so uh rodney said give you guys a shout and uh say hi and oh yeah he's been down living down in florida now for uh, not living down there but he's been hanging out down there for a while you're having a heck of a good time down there yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, he's we, having a good time. He sends me pictures and some other crap every once in a while. And, <laughs> yeah, Trenton wanted me to, uh, you know, keep an eye on our Facebook at Dave Darlin' and Twitter double D, Instagram double D. Thanks, thanks, Trenton. <laughs> he had to put that, didn't
1: he? Yeah, and hey, so. shout out, shout out to Trenton too. I mean, he helped us get things set up tonight. We yeah. appreciate him yeah. and um, appreciate all you guys. And like I said, Dave, you you've got a You got a set of fans down here in uh, the Brownstown area, and and, uh, we're excited to see you. And thanks for being a part of the show.
3: Yeah, no problem. We uh, look forward to coming down there and seeing our fans down there, our friends down in Brownstown at the end of the month. And then uh, also, we'll be, you know, Lawrenceburg and then uh, Bloomington, I know, coming up pretty soon. So be spending some time down in southern Indiana here uh, racing throughout the first first half of uh, April, I guess. It's the end of March and 1st of April.
1: Sounds <laughs> great. And so, Dave, we wish you the best of luck. We'll see you here at the end of the month, and uh, good luck in everything you do this year.
3: Thank you, guys. I appreciate that, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys at the racetrack. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Thanks, All right. Dave. And
3: Trent said to say uh, you know, tomorrow is Trenton's birthday, so we got to wish Trenton a happy birthday. So. Hey,
1: happy birthday, Trenton. <laughs> 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 see you, guys. Thanks. All right. Hey, uh, before we take off here, and, and Matt, I'm sorry, I, I was trying to get your sound fixed. Uh, I see how you do that.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> just, you just cut. You know, the late model guy don't even get to talk. You just turn the microphone off. Well,
1: I think any sprint car guy would say, "Well played, well, well played. played." Okay, I see how. Uh, it is. So actually, that is where I missed his sponsors because I was over here trying to trying to figure it out because you sat here when we tested it yeah he could hear you yeah <laughs> and I've yes, changed sir. I've changed zero settings since then so um maybe
2: he just knew I was the light model guy and he just chose to ignore me I think that may be a possibility yeah. you know you
1: just you never know <laughs> but no uh really really cool and and you know and I appreciate Dave coming on and and it's it's been one of those that you know I I think for you when, when we were able to have Don and Hudson on oh yeah you know and, and getting to talk to those guys and having Dave on and some of the guys that have have been coming on have been just it's it's really really cool to hear that that history and, and you know the same way with some of the other legends that we've had around here i will say everybody that's ever sat down at this studio i'm very thankful for oh absolutely you know? i'm not saying that yeah, at all yeah. uh not saying that at all but um definitely really really cool to get get the people's champ on here and you know he mentioned uh rod reynolds which rod is
2: uh A personal friend of mine, known Rod many, many years, lived beside him for about five and a half, six years, and uh, he's going to be on, what, in two weeks? In two weeks, yes. Rod Reynolds. That is uh, Sprint Fever. The Sprint Fever. Which you, I don't, I mean, you... Well, I, know may, I, I know everybody in the room that night personally so i'll, I'll probably enjoy this pretty good cause, but it may take you down just that many sprints i don't know they start telling stories i've lived some of them stories with the, those guys <laughs> at night so this will be uh, yeah
1: march 11th uh will be yeah. what we're calling sprint fever uh uh i'm very very excited it's we're gonna be what pete abel Pete drew abel, abel, drew abel josh moffitt bill moffitt and rod reynolds and rodney reynolds yes. wow. yeah um we'll probably just have to mute both our mics that night because i don't think there's anything we need to talk about well with pete abel in here you know we're not gonna be able to talk well that's that is very I'm, you know so so i may need to mute, mute my mic your mic and pete's and then we might have a decent show and then you just hear rodney laugh a whole lot so <laughs> that's uh,
2: so yeah and I'm, the, let me, i'll just tell you a quick story about rod reynolds real quick well here. i'd love that and it involves a sprint car so you're gonna like this we went uh to eldora for the dream race, and we ended up at the Wagon Wheel Bar up the road from Eldora. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I'm walking in, the guys carding everybody, and I pull my my driver's license out and I hand to him. Well, he probably didn't card you, did he? Oh, he did. I was young then. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. And uh, he looks at my driver's license and he says, North Vernon, Indiana. He says, I got a buddy from North Vernon, and I said, Oh yeah, who's that? And he tells me he's like Rod Reynolds, and I said, Man, you ain't gonna believe this, but Rodney is my neighbor, and. You know, he just looks at me like, that is unreal. You know, I'm over here in Ohio, and we're talking about the guy that lives right next door to me. And he points at the wall behind the door, and he says, i got a picture of his Sprint car hanging right here in the bar. And I was like, we're well, not going to believe this, but I lettered that Sprint car that's hanging in your bar. So it's like you know, we drive all the way, you know, three hours away from home to a bar in Ohio, and there's my neighbor's Sprint car that I lettered hanging up in the bar. So wow. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool.
1: I thought the story was going to go a little different. I thought maybe Rod Reynolds had come in with you. And the guy said Rod was a friend, but he didn't even notice Rod had come in. No,
2: Rod. So there was a late model show, so Rod was was still over here in Indiana somewhere. Yeah, yeah,
1: hiding, staying away. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, it's like the coronavirus. You just can't. Lysol doesn't kill that stuff, Uh -uh. but it says it does. (laughs) No, I mean late models. Oh yeah, yeah no but uh yeah we got some exciting shows coming up um i know we've got um jonathan masters coming on from race know-how here next week uh doing a lot of really really cool stuff Uh, the one after the big sprint car mania is pretty exciting that is the one
2: i'm looking forward to because my hero will be in-house man and that is
1: leading into the indiana icebreaker there at brownstown speedway on march 21st um and that will be the voice of Lucas Oil, you know,
2: Brownstown Speedway, the house at Essex built. James Essex himself. In studio. In studio. I, that is the one I'm most excited about, man. I, I, I mean, he's the reason
1: I wanted to start announcing when I first heard James Essex announce. And so, I am uh, very, very excited to not only hear him kind of break down what he saw at Speed Weeks down there um, at East Bay, but also to talk about kind of previewing. I mean, we're going to get him right there before they're in Chillicothe yeah. at Atomic and then before obviously the indian icebreaker um at brownstown speedway so i I am really really excited and and the best part about that is that will be the night that we will finish the The bracket. the bracket yes so it will be a great discussion point to hear kind of james's thoughts throughout the whole bracket um
2: you don't know this but james reached out to me uh through the week last week and actually asked if he could use some of the material that we gathered interviewing Devin in his newspaper article. He, he actually referenced out of our uh, our uh, show with Devin for his article in the newspaper. He asked if, if I, we could have permission. I told him absolutely, you know, whatever he wanted to use. So, man. Yeah. So we're like official. Yeah, we, we're a reference now in a, oh. you know,
1: in a clipping. Man. So, I, uh, I didn't even really know how to reference things before.
3: <laughs> now we are no, Now we've been referenced.
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and, and some some exciting things coming up. I know we're trying to work a date right now with uh, Dickie Gaines. I'm very yes. excited to get Dickie on and get to talk to him. Um, so some exciting things coming up. I know um, once we get into the season, we're going to get some of our old favorites on again. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we got to get Jeremy Owens on and talk to him about well, he's his, his upcoming season yes. with the the new car, and um, so we, we've got some we've got some great things coming up, exciting things. Uh, I also want to say um, we're having some fun. We had some technical difficulties here as we started, got kicked off Facebook the first episode, had no sound last night, which was great. They couldn't kick us off for that because they couldn't hear anything. Um, but you yeah. and Nathan Bowling have started a new show called the Darf Podcast the or Darf. the Darf Show. Yes, uh, weekly NASCAR show. Um, but it is a we talk more about food than we do NASCAR for yeah. some reason. Yeah, you know, it, that's it, it, uh, hot takes each week. Little debate, little arguments. Um, you know we we've argued boneless versus bone-in wings. We've argued and, and boneless wins out hundred percent um and then we argued last week is a hot dog a sandwich and it is it is yeah yeah um nathan nathan's
2: been wrong both weeks i know you and, know, and if uh...
1: actually if you saw um i actually posted the uh the video clip of when nathan admitted a hot dog yes. is a sandwich i, I seen that yeah, yeah. Break, the breaking just, news that was a right movie. after that i went up and turned on the news and i, I had to get that shot right there yeah. because i was surprised cnn was here in in crothersville but um it was a big story <laughs> oh yeah Well, this is a metropolis man hot dog is a sandwich it is um and uh so some other exciting things coming up uh i'm not going to give away a whole lot but the dirt hangover is going to be starting here in a few weeks um i just all i can say is this is going to be one of the greatest things that ever ever has happened um just be ready for it i think it will be exciting it is totally different than what we do on this show. Yes. It is totally different than what you're going to see anywhere else. Um, but trust me, you're going to want to be a fan, um, and you're going to want to be a avid listener uh, because this thing is going to get really, really fun and really, really exciting um, as we go throughout racing season. I agree, and uh, I think it'll be good. So, also, don't forget, go, get out and vote. I really want to see this uh, this matchup between Jameson and and um, I'd like to Gilford, see a matchup go over a thousand. Votes. I would too. I think that would be so so cool. So we're seventeen away from that. Get out and vote if you haven't voted yet in that matchup. Um, also, do not forget about the giveaway and yes. I, and I will be upfront with you. Um, some people have questioned: Was well, this website legit? Can I put my email address in here? Yes, we are collecting your email yes. addresses. We are not collecting your email addresses to sell to anyone. We are collecting them for ourselves, and what you're going to find from that is, and you can quickly unsubscribe, but uh, we are going to start sending out a weekly newsletter um, that will include information about Thrilled Up the Podcast, um, all the stuff we got going on the DARF show, Dirt Hangover, our buddies at Dirt to Media will have some stuff in there about what shows they've got going live, what's going to be on demand, and a weekly spotlight on a sponsor and you are going to want to see that because we've got some sponsors that have been i've been talking to them they may throw out some coupons some you know giveaways some things so you're going to want to be checking that uh, that email and making sure you're 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 getting a
2: subscribe and hey i'm going to say this i have been seeing some pictures of uh, oh, some darn some, good looking race Some cars. new wraps for the 2020 Ooh. season and uh i'm gonna give a shout out to all the guys that do the wraps for the race cars because i have yet to see a car that does not look good this year they all the graphic artists have stepped it up this year mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that
1: yeah and you can't see it on camera we're gonna get it hung up where you can but but you and i were both at the watson race party on saturday night got to MC the event I'll see if i can drag it over here and uh you know shout out to everybody that came out for that uh you know Braden's a good friend of the show but unveiled his new uh wrap scheme this year and you can see here matt just uh pulled that down um but absolutely love this new it. car yeah we can see it the, the the white in the car with the purple and the yellow or purple and orange excuse me just sharp as all get out and um really really excited to see uh Braden in this car this year so yeah it is uh it's been a lot of fun, um, and we had a lot of fun at the party on Saturday night. They raised some good money. Thank you to all the uh, people who donated um, items. Um, yeah. I know my wife was really, really excited about all my purchases. Yeah, I, uh, I probably purchased more than I should have that night also. Hey, but I looked at it like this. I got one win. I bought $100 worth of Harley gift cards for $80. And your dad's going to be very happy. He is. He's already got them. Yeah. And, uh, but the rest of them I don't know that I made money on no but
2: i got a shelby miles door so i'm gonna have to have hunt him up to get an autograph off that
1: yeah and, and isaac Rainey, if you're watching uh you left before i get you to autograph your door so i need you to autograph that and uh just in case tater is watching or he does watch tater i've got a die cast that you don't have i just wanted to rub that in yeah i've looked at it all night it's it's impressive oh i love it i love it i think tater needs to purchase that off of you uh price is going up every day <laughs> price is going up but uh hey thanks to everybody we had great numbers tonight watching the show thanks to everybody that shared it thanks to everybody that joined us again next week jonathan masters in studio and i'll be honest i may have to put that in the gun safe because i'm kind of nervous that tater may kind of work a plan that that one might disappear yeah with jonathan here in studio yeah i don't know if you can leave that set out yeah so we're we're gonna have to make sure that
2: we really keep a key we'll have to put the glass veil over it with the alarm (laughs) system or something (laughs) on there
1: so uh shout out that race know how jonathan masters next week again sprint fever two weeks from tonight uh with joss Moffat, bill Moffat uh pete abel drew abel and rod reynolds all in studio and then the week after that my hero the voice of lucas oil dirt late model series james essex brownstown speedway hall of famer also absolutely so all right everybody have a great week we'll be back with you next week uh we will lead out here with our last round of sponsors and again um please hit our sponsors up and when you go tell them that we sent you and tell them how much we appreciate everything that they do uh, for us to keep throttled up the podcast on the air p3 graphics is one of India's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel p3 graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry Give them a try on your next project, and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's wwwp 3 graphicscom
2: Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Calling today at 812 216 3900.
1: Does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property? Do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around? Have trees that need trimmed up against the house? If you answered yes to any of these questions, call our good friends at Canes Tree Service. They're fully insured and offer free estimates. Call Canes Tree Service today at 812 344 5917. Tree trimming. Tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Kane's Tree Service today at 812 344 5917.